If any of you need anything at all, too bad. Deal with your problems yourselves like adults. My reaction is shock. There's going to be a lot of garbage today. Don't even try with that. You know, we jabber jaw, we go tit for tat. You failed. This is the Brian Suits Show. 770 KTTH. Welcome to Day 2024. Don't be too excited. Oh my God. People who are born on this day are called leaplings. Um, and the famous, I can't spring this on you this time, but for people just, just tuning in, probably the most famous leapling is this voice. 13, we've got one more item for you when you get a chance. We'd like it to uh, stir up your cryo tanks. In addition, uh, have a shaft and trunnion. Okay. Or look at the comment, Bennett, if you need it. Okay. Stand by. Lots of luck on his trip to the moon. Okay, I mean, yeah, we've had a problem here. Um, uh, Schweiker was his name. Schweiker. But that's with a hard K. Kevin Kevin uh, Bacon in Apollo 13. Not Jim Lovell. If you're thinking, oh, so Tom Hanks from Apollo 13. No, no, no. Uh, Jack Lausma, uh, the the first voice you heard. He was the capsule communicator. He was sitting in Houston, perfectly safe, getting in his uh, Corvette. No, oh, so anyway, he was born on a leap. Day and third day, and we've got one that guy, yeah. So, anyway, and here's here. a folksy anecdote. And, when, and that, by the way, that kind of stuff fascinates me. That's that fascinates why you're me it. too. Uh, when the it's crew of Apollo 13 were asked, Hey, did the movie get it right? You know, is it pretty historically accurate? They said, Yes, for the most part, except we didn't swear that much. That's how much times not, not have changed, NASA. Brian. They yeah. said we didn't curse like they did in the movie, but they were, were all off. Uh, when they were out of character, like Fred Hayes, the, the guy that Bill Paxton plays, the swear machines, <laughs> you know, and that's what, like, if you read the right stuff and then you see the movie, yeah, then then you, you know that those chaps were, when they were uh, uh, off off the clock, as it were, the Mercury 7, they were, they were party animals. No, I think I've never heard of this. I don't know why, but all the free stuff that's out there today, this is... Uh, you know, marketing's marketing. If if people spend money that they normally would have, then that's good marketing. Uh, Seattle area Leap Day 2024 deals. Are you ready? Pagliacci, Chipotle, Ooh. Wendy's. Gee, yes. Uh, let's start with Chipotle. All locations, all day. Re um, rewards members. So that's what it is. They wanted to sign up for, give you their email address for free guacamole on digital oh, order. Heck yes. Love that guac. Yeah, but how much are they going to give you? I'll take a bath in that stuff. That's unfortunate because I had Chipotle yesterday. If I would have known, I would have delayed 24 hours. Well, maybe if you're a friend of Gavin Newsom, you can eat Panera. Free guac on digital order. So you just have to use the code extra24. And what's the Pagliacci deal? Did you say Pagliacci well, or was I mentioning that? I'm not going to jump Circle K. This is what's so dumb. Because uh, the most expensive gas in Seattle is a Circle K in the shadow of the Space Needle. And that's my, that's my oh, crap. But uh, by the way, yesterday, um, yeah, I made it quite a bit. I made it past Fife mm -hmm. to, to gas up in not Seattle. F for only 4 to 7 p.m. Drivers can fuel up at Circle K for 40 cents off per gallon. Almost as if wow. you're a Safeway member, so there's that. Jersey Mike's, I don't eat these. Buy one sub and the Jersey Mike's app, and you'll get a free sub later. So, well, you know, obviously, Ooh, yeah. the marketing people are looking at anything on the on the calendar, trying to find a way for you to sign up on the app. 
Get that turkey sandwich at Jersey Mike's and ask for it Mike's way. That's the pro tip on that one. Is that protein style? Delish. Is that like in and out? I don't know. Uh, Krispy Kreme. Krispy Kreme that will not darken their my shadow will not dark, darken their doorstep all day at Krispy Kreme. Donut lovers can get a dozen original glazed glazed for two twenty nine. I don't know what that. Well, that's the twenty nine. Does that come oh, with? Oh, I get it. Two twenty nine. Yeah. Does that come with a side of gunfire in Seattle? <laughs> no, but the one right off Tacoma Mall. Uh, you should free parking with a with a bullet hole in the car. Uh, any regular price dozen, you can get a second dozen for two twenty nine. Then, exciting. then you can go right to your cardiologist with some diabetes. Yeah, <laughs> diabetes. If your birthday is February 29th or today, you can claim a dozen for free. No purchase necessary. Proof of birthday is required. But who would lie about that? Um, I, I will. I'll pay for them if they card you and you get busted an extra day on the. That was not a real offer. An extra day on the calendar called for an extra dose of sweetness. The chain said online. So wait, what? What do you want to hear? Panda Express. I thought you said Pagliacci had it. Oh, there it is, Pagliacci. Um, soft, soft G, bro. Uh, all locations except University of Washington and the Valley. Eleven A to three P. Two free slices of four of its pies: cheese, pepperoni, South Philly, and margarita. Pizza, pizza. So there you go. Two slices. Okay, and that's well, Pagliacci, thanks. right? Pagliacci. Um, so pretentious. Um, so, like the guy that uh, prosecuted uh, Charles Manson was Vincent Bugliosi. To claim a piece of the pie, <laughs> customers must show their profile page on the Pagliacci app. So, get the app and open up a profile page. Yeah, no thanks. Long walk for a shirt dive on that one. Panda Express, tell me all about it. All day. Got shrimp? Well, if you're a Panda Express rewards member, you do now. Customers can claim on an order of firecracker shrimp for free. Anyway, uh, this is exciting stuff. I know it's and then the fast food. You'll when you drive by, you'll see the sign and uh, the whole thing. Anyway, how to start the fire is the it's gonna be a long leap day. I'll tell you this because we don't have any Trump audio, I don't have a heads up on his schedule, but he's going to Eagle Pass where there is still a problem, not nearly the problem there was a month ago or two months ago when Greg Abbott started like doing Biden's job uh, and junk. And so the president's going to Brownsville, where the problem is virtually non-existent uh, because of the governor of Texas. And he wants to do a photo op. There's going to be a Border Patrol photo op. Where's, I, I printed out the schedule, which started at a scorching 9 a.m., everybody. The president receives a presidential daily briefing at 9. He, he just did the, the pres walk um, at 10, 10 a.m., so he'll be going to Joint Base Andrews and getting on the 757, the C-32, not Air Force. Everything that he's in is Air Force One. doesn't doesn't guarantee it's a 747. So you're going to get this. This is a this is a two engineer, the 757. Uh, so he'll go down to Brownsville and da, 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 where is the meeting? He arrives in Brownsville at 11:35 uh, our time. It's more exciting reading the Panda Express. <laughs> Uh, special. 310, President receives a briefing at the border, and he'll do a photo op with Border Patrol guys. And these are the Border Patrol guys that, couldn't, that didn't call in sick today because they hate him. Um, and that's that's hate with an F. Uh, and because of what he did to them uh, three years ago when, when he accused Border Patrol. And it was not publicized. That ten months later, they, they were all all four were exonerated. The guys who were rounding up Haitian illegal immigrants that were crossing the river at uh, Eagle Pass, 
um, they they were uh, not whipping their horses. They were using the reins the way you do, which means go, 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 go right, go right, go right, go right, straight, straight, straight. And it and because of a, a still picture, uh, the impression was given by all the interns and all the people behind the cameras at the White House said, look at that, they're whipping black people. The white men on horses are whipping black people. And so at a, at a press conference, uh, a few days, plenty of time to clear it up. Uh, Biden went full. Here's the bus. Don't miss it. At the border this week, have you failed in that promise? And this is happening under your watch. Do you take responsibility for the chaos that's unfolding? Of course I take responsibility. I'm president, but it was horrible what to see, as you saw. To see people treated like they did, horses barely running over, people being strapped. Huh? It's outrageous. I promise you those people will pay. They will be an investigation underway now, and there will be consequences. And by the way, Mayorkas assured him that what he saw was was what Mayorkas said, that they were they were they were abusing the black people. And 10 months later, the Border Patrol said, OK, n none of you misuse your horse or anything. And, and, and that was not not exactly the stuff of a press conference and that what, angry. What year was that? Brian it was like two years ago. Was, maybe? Yeah, I think 20. Two. What's incredible about the audio you just played for me is, and the audience, is how lucid President Biden yeah. sounds. And in just a short time. Like someone strapped him. No, he's speaking clearly. He's, well, he's mad. He's, he's, a, he's a mad. No, play that again. It sounds nothing like what he sounds like today. He's a, he's a kind elderly man. I'm well-meaning, and I'm an elderly man, and I know what. That was this morning, and this was two years ago when he's mad at, uh, at – and remember, they work for him. He's the president. He should know better. So here's the question. At the border this and, week, uh, have you failed? But it was horrible. What, right. That's unfolding. Of course I take responsibility. I'm president. But it was horrible what to see, as you saw. To see people treated like they did, horses barely running them over, people being strapped, it's outrageous. I promise you those people will pay. They will be an investigation underway now, and there will. Oh, it's nearly night and day. It's dusk and day. But if that's how much he's deteriorated yeah. in just a few years now. Imagine when he's eighty-six and potentially leaving office after a second term. And 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 again, as far as like, well, who's running the shop? He's the president. He should say something like, "Give me the hands down." No kidding. What really happened? There's video. You say, "Can I see the video?" In the video, you can clearly see. Uh, these four Hispanic Border Patrol guys on horses are not whipping the black people. And that was outrageous. And I mean, having been in a chain of command or two, to see someone be given bad information like that. And that, that that's what that was, that he had a Homeland, Sec Homeland Security uh, secretary telling him, yeah, I'm looking into that, but yeah, it's pretty outrageous. You should be mad. Well, whatever, instead of saying... Take a deep breath. Let's get the real story. Your people are owed that. Your people that are putting their lives on the line and wearing your badge are owed that. And and that's what he did. That's what a but leader But that whole is. episode proved the maxim that a lie is halfway around the world before yeah. the truth gets its boots on. And then when the truth gets its boots on. Nobody it, cares. It, You've forgotten it about it. It doesn't get an open mic. Right. But uh, how, how dare you uh, call for a cognitive test? That's a travesty of a mockery. And somebody asked uh, Kareem Jean-Pierre that. The president doesn't need a cognitive test. That is done. Done deal. Doesn't need it. Doesn't need it. What are you talking about, Greg? Are you, are you, are you, is this elder bias? Is this elder abuse? Call me out. Are you an ageist? The president doesn't need a cognitive test. That is not my assessment. That is not my assessment. That is the assessment of the president's doctor. He passes a cognitive test every day. Duh. 
Just by being president, that, that, that's, that was the implication there. It's, he passes a cognitive test every day. America's here at the end of the day, isn't it? When, when, he, when the last bite of oatmeal is in his presidential belly, you're still here, right? I mean, really? So, uh, wait, I thought I ended that. I'm well-meaning, and I'm an elderly man. And I'm He's eld, uh, well-meaning and elderly. And that, that's when he, the last time he was mad was two weeks ago when that special counsel didn't press charges on him. You know, and so... It's a it's a catch twenty two. If I object, you're going to charge me with mishandling the classified material. If I say, well, thank you, and you don't charge me, then I have to admit being a well-meaning elderly man because that's why he didn't prosecute him because that's how he would he would appear um, on on uh, to to a jury as opposed to angry <clears throat> um, angry vindictive uh, uh, president of the United States, commander in chief. Who's screaming at his troops and at the border this accusing, week? Have you f- accusing them of strapping, strapping Haitians? But it was horrible what to see, as you saw, to see people treated like they did, horses barely running them over, people being strapped. It's outrageous. I- the contrast between the, the 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 tongue bath that the liberal media, especially MSNBC, gives uh, the, the the those four capital cops that have all written books now. Those guys who felt that their lives were at risk, but they couldn't be bothered drawing their sidearm. Seeing the the tongue bath they get every time they walk into 30 Rock in New York versus the way that they ran with this. CNN, MSNBC, Rachel Maddow, all of them, they all, you know, these are the people that put their hands up for the, you know, hands up, don't shoot or whatever. The, the, what was that guy's name? I forgot. Um, when they were doing that, they, I'll tell you what, MSNBC will run with the lie uh, while, while the the truth is putting its uh, Chelsea boots on. Oh, you updated it. I see what you did there. Nice. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, the, so, uh, but, uh, so wait, three years ago? No, yeah, two, I, just about. Yeah. yeah, at the at at the height of COVID, and those and those. Now that's the thing. If the border patrol guys said, "Yeah, we whipped them because they weren't masked. They were coming into America unvaccinated, unmasked," uh, they would have been promoted. But um, uh, so so uh, there's that. Uh, yeah. So the the other thing, I have to pay this off. Um, so the Beacon Hill guy. Um, you know, a compassionate society would be responsible for the insane people amongst us, uh, not not fighting for their rights to be insane and walk in traffic and, and the rest of it. The Beacon Hill guy was portrayed as quirk, a quirky cabin builder with with a with, with a love of small. Uh, power uh, excavators. You know, when I say excavator, there's a little Kubota thing. You would rent it. They would br- would bring it on a big flatbed, take it off, hundred bucks a day, and it's got little treads like a little tank, and then it, it pivots. It's got a joystick thing. It frankly looks kind of fun. Not lying to you, it looks kind of fun. I don't. I just don't have a project for it. Um, so he stole it from a construction site and drove it on Beacon Hill down to that park. I mean, where's the bar? Well, I mean, where, where, what has to happen here, Seattle? Well, so anyway, the guy, the stuff has been removed, and we're learning a little more that he was—he was a little more than a prospective park dweller, a little, little more than a. I remember, Tommy Lee Jones said, "What was that stupid movie? The Park is Mine, where he takes over Central Park or whatever." 
I answered my own question. that one. Yeah, good. Yeah, I, I do not recommend that. Recommend Reign of Fire, not not that movie. Um, okay, so uh, this is the, the guy's, he's not going to be built. Cabins were the least of the problem. The hillside all while bringing in beer kegs, appliances, and a lot of debris. Today, the city finally said enough. So if I'd gone there yesterday, I would have seen this work party, but I wouldn't have seen the dude with the excavator. Uh, he's a little more than a cabin builder. Claimed he had permission to build this cabin and dig out this area where he claimed he was mining the hillside. Mining the hillside. Okay. Clearly a lunatic. Shouldn't be amongst us. There should be a bed form at Western State. There should be a daily visit or whatever. But he did it to himself with meth. At the encampment now cleared, you can see the damage that's been done to Dr. Rizal Park. This is where all the vegetation and trees have been cut down and cleared to make paths. And over here is where the guy told me that he was going to dig out the hillside to search for gold and diamonds. Well, yeah. But, you know, I, I would have gone, I, I think, Issaquah. Maybe even Renton, Renton Highlands. Um, I wouldn't have thought Beacon Hill. Because, I mean, Amazon was there. Why didn't they find the diamonds and gold? Side ...to search for gold and diamonds. I have been impressed by his... Sheer and this is a park volunteer who's been interacting with this lunatic. ...audacity. Craig Thompson is a volunteer park steward and for months tried to get the city's attention about what Irwin was doing. The amount of damage that is done is truly considerable. Irwin was arrested in October for digging up the hillside with an excavator he took from a nearby construction site. But he came back to the park and followed through on his plans to build a cabin. You know, once again, when you're on methamphetamines, you can do amazing things. Whoa, okay. Well, wait, wait to undersell that, dude. But um, this guy's walking around. Hey, stolen excavator. Can't you pinch him for that? Or he he already was 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 pinched and got out of jail a couple of weeks ago. Came back to his ex excavator there. And so I have a feeling that was one of the contributing factors here. With Irwin and his camp now gone, Thompson hopes the city will be more firm in protecting the park and not playing the same game over and over. It is going to take years. It is going to take a committed effort. Um, that and that's the slog, is that it's a paper trail. But if you don't arrest him or ticket him, there's no paper to trail. Um, and and you, the, you get to a point where uh, the fentanyl head or the meth head has so many warrants on them that they leave town. And or or uh, they face the music and uh, and and they're they're given a uh, rehab or jail choice and and all that. But the, these days, the the rehab rate, the recidivism rate on fentanyl is huge. It's way different than any drug we've ever had or the Canadians have ever had. You know, it's not like a heroin addict or something like that, where heroin addicts will tell you that. It's a physical ordeal, but uh, if you get to the end of your rope, uh, you can kick heroin. You can kick opiates, but fentanyl, the artificial opiate, is for some reason a, a different deal. And I mean, and th this guy, meth burned his brain. I don't know what the future holds for him, but it's not cabin construction, and it's not not uh, diamond and gold mining. Um, by the way, I do know of one, I want to say North Fork, Snoqualmie River. Uh, that's where I would go because they were panning for gold in the Snoqualmie River 100 years ago. 
but uh, then again, maybe if I honk some meth, I'll find a, a vein of gold uh, closer uh, on that. All right, when we uh, come back, yeah, shake up in the Senate, and Hunter did admit uh, to a lie. He said he said the text where he said, "I'm sitting next to my dad," was a lie. And now uh, the Democrats are saying, look, he admitted to a lie. So in other words, believe a liar and and just be done with this. Just believe the lie and walk away. Also, the sound that the submersible made in Everett made, the sound that the Canadians heard that made them think there were people still alive in that commercial, uh, submersible effort was uh, crushed. An extraordinary development. Wait, I was, you know, I was about to ruin my tease. There to go, full, fully ruined tease. So anyway, you'll hear that several more times right after the same 770 key teenage. I can report uh, Brian Sucho here on a practice Friday. I am logged on. So that's progress. First time for everything. Uh, yeah. Um, and so there's a lot of stuff today. We're not going to get uh, to it, but I just thought of a perfect analogy for this. Washington Post today, there's a story about a cruise, a cruise ship and a, spe- a very special cruise full of people born on Leap Day. And that, that is a, such a superficial reason I might... My analogy would be running into being on the other side of the world and running into a Seahawks fan and finding out besides that, you have nothing in common. Yeah. And he sold his house in Denver. He's going to wind up apparently with the commanders or something. Ha ha, Russell, idiot or something. And then that's it. Yeah, no, no more conversation. So I hear Otani get married. Um, well, so something in, uh, we'll, we'll get a uh, uh, more of a, uh, grip on is so yesterday I was talking about how artificial intelligence is going to wipe out the movie industry or something um, artificial intelligence hates Whitey or loves Whitey and prefers and is biased towards Whitey and against everyone else the CEO of Google Sundar Pichai is uh, addressing the controversy about their Gem- Gemini uh, what's it? It, it's a image creation tool so it's an AI image creation tool. Yesterday I was telling you about the, what was it called? Sofa or whatever? The telepair, the movie creation. The text to video is not connected to this whatsoever. But Google's Gemini, um, it's embarrassing and offensive results are now being examined by Google. In some cases, declining to depict white people or inserting photos of women or people of color when prompted to create images of Vikings, Nazis, or the Pope. Um, uh, the controversy spiraled when Gemini was found to be creating questionable text responses, such as equating Elon Musk's influence on society with Hitler's. Uh, those comments drew sharp criticisms. Uh, they accused Google of an anti-white bias, and a lot of this is based on some of the human developers and some things that they've posted publicly. 
so we'll we'll see on this one. Well, um, I only have one here. Just Bob from this morning. And you know what? It, it helps to promote it. I, I should have said the number. Just Bob says, actually, the Sky Cummings River drainage, uh, including its uh, tributaries, has a long and storied history of successful precious metals mining. I, I bet it does. Um, on on that slope of the on the the west slopes of the Cascades uh, uh, have that. By the way, speaking of uh, meth, remember Rolling Stone christened Darrington? Was it Darrington that they called the meth capital of America? I don't remember that. Twenty years ago. Oh, okay. Uh, when meth was the new fentanyl, a horrendous murder in Darrington from a. A meth-addled mom killing her own child. My high school used to play the Darrington Loggers. The Go Loggers. That's like uh, Joyce. The Joyce of the Forks Loggers and the Joyce, I forget, but uh, uh, anyway. But um, are they still the Loggers? That's appropriating. That that objectifies Whitey. The Darrington Narcans. Man. Yeah. Everybody got a Narcan! I don't know if that works with meth. Uh, 206 uh, says it's already out of control. No consequences. Soft on crime and soft on time. Soon there's going to be these thugs from the prisons of uh, all the countries that are coming from. Talking about uh, the uh, the Atlanta, Georgia thing, because we find out yesterday that it was advertised that it's a sanctuary city. And the implication there is come here and we won't you won't interact with the police. You certainly won't interact with immigration. Um, and if you want to draw a line somewhere. When Gavin Newsom was mayor, he, it's it's hate on Gavin Week as always. By the way, when he was mayor of San Francisco, they spent money on billboards in Texas and in Southern California, advertising that if you come to San Francisco, um, you're free. It's a sanctuary city, and the whole thing. So sure enough, Texas paroled a guy out, and uh, California, San Francisco paid. For him to be brought to San Francisco, just anything to stick a middle finger in Texas, because he didn't have a deportation order. He was here illegally. He gets to San Francisco, steals a gun from a Border Patrol guy, and a week later uses it to kill a young woman named Kate Steinle. He claimed he found it and that he was just testing it. He was just holding it, and it just went off. Um, If you advertise, come here, nothing will happen, they will come there. Uh, and so it's it's turning out in Athens, Georgia. That's not a real popular thing for for the mayor to do. Um, he sought to have a dialogue with his citizens uh, yesterday. So the mayor of Athens um, here, as the news breaks, that you've you've been advertising for the only way to get deported now is to be a lawbreaker. So now you're you're not only saying uh, come here if you're illegal, but now now double dog come to Athens if you want to come here and commit crimes. This term sanctuary city doesn't have a sole legal or procedural definition. That term means different things to different people depending on the context of the discussion. You're a liar. We're here to listen. Liar. You're be time a for liar. Questions. You are guilty and got blood on your head. And then they wrote, it was like the end of Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? They wrote him out on a rail um, and um, and all that. And, and by the way, we are to, see, I say we, I don't live here. Seattle is too, and there's an implication that all the above the worst is San Francisco, where they pay you to come there. And I don't know if that, once you cross that Rubicon and say, oh, yeah, well, you know, who's not coming here? We're a sanctuary Albuquerque or whatever. You're you're attracting people. You're you're advertising that your police aren't allowed to ask what your country of origin is. Um, and <clears throat> um, or if you're an American citizen, even like like 
in Seattle and I think King County. And again, if you don't know how it works because you were like born here and stuff, if you are here on a green card, uh, you, know, you know, landed immigrant or whatever visa, you have to keep that with you. You have to keep proof that you're here legally. That's such an anachronism. My mom had her green card when she when she made a balloon out of her underwear and flew to America and became a landed immigrant. Um, it said must be on you all the time because there, if you interacted with uh, Honky McGill, they would say, why, why, why are you saying a boot? We say about in America. Let me see your green card. You had to have it on you. Um, and, and and by the way, I I know some chaps, some refugees from a war-torn country who served this country quite well. That They were proudly carrying that around with them because they, they were legal. Now they're citizens. They don't have it, but they, they, but they kept it. But, uh, yeah, so if you do Sanctuary City, you get what you ask for. And the attorney general of uh, Georgia, his daughter goes to UGA um, and University of Georgia, and that's where this uh, uh, girl was uh, was killed. He he points out that uh, yeah, it's a, the, you like well, and you were talking you about like lunatics. You get l- lunacy city predictions. I predicted yesterday that the mayor was also going to engage in word games and pretend that they didn't do what they did back in 2019 and it ignored the law. But that's exactly what happened. They had a group of folks that ran as under the socialist ticket, and this is what you get when you when you elect. And in 2019, that 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 date is is noteworthy because that was back at the height of uh, Trump derangement syndrome. I mean, that's a, a socialist-dominated uh, city council, sound familiar? And it's Trump derangement syndrome. Mean, meanwhile, here, uh, Trump derangement syndrome strikes when you get uh, Shanghai Venezuelan refugees told, hey, get in that van, you'll get a free lunch, come with us to City Hall, we're going to demand that Seattle pay for you to live in Kent or whatever. How do, how do you like that, Bo? Uh, here on a practice Friday, if that that that's the Friday worthy wrapping it up with a nice bow. Don't Text from the four two five on the subject of Mitch McConnell stepping away from GOP leadership. Brian, what do you make of the notion that Mitch leaving is another step toward the remaking of the GOP to the America First Party? I think it's done. I, I think he's done beating his head against the wall because he's eighty six and the whole thing. He hates Trump. Trump obviously hates him, uh, and he hates the MAGA thing and uh, the whole deal. Uh, of all people, I would think that he would, you know, realize, well, Trump's not going to live forever, but he's not going to live forever uh, either. Where, where did this uh, Trump voters on Russia, where did this come from? I think this was ahead of the Michigan primary uh, and on the campaign trail following Trump oh, and talking to his supporters. All right. Come, don't, don't disappoint me, folks. <laughs> uh, you're please, in for a, Please don't say what I think you're going to say. If Russia did take over Ukraine, would it give you any pause? I don't I really don't. I have a problem with Ukraine. They're corrupt. I think that people are just ridiculous that they think that Putin's such this enemy. He isn't doing anything. He just wants back what was his. He invaded. He he invaded. He invaded Ukraine, killing thousands of people. That's fine. Oh my God! I'm not. I'm only 22 seconds into it. (laughs) Can you bear anymore? I mean, I. You know, I. 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 I, This is part of the reason I don't interact with people. Um. Even, yeah, okay, Putin's own people think that he blew up apartment buildings in 1999 to get back into Chechnya War 2.0. His own people think that. So, I mean, at least be as smart as the Russian on this one. I mean, they've been through quite a bit. 
And Wild Stab, uh, these people don't have passports. Hey, they're corrupt. I think that people oh, are just corrupt. ridiculous that they think that Putin's such this enemy. He isn't doing anything. He just wants back what was his. But he invaded. He, he invaded. Was his. He invaded Ukraine, That's killing thousands of people. That's fine. That's fine with me. As a veteran yourself, does it concern you at all that Russian aggression could move even beyond Ukraine? I, I don't think Putin's a problem. I think so. You sound like a Coast Guard guy. I don't know. What do I do? I don't want, don't know what to do. Uh, yeah, mm. for a palate cleanser, how about Yulia Navalny addressing the European Parliament and talking about Putin? You cannot defeat him by thinking he's a man of principle who has morals and rules. He's not like that. And Alexei realized that a long time ago. Uh, you are not dealing with a politician, but with a bloody monster. Go back to Ukraine. I'm Russian. Whatever. <laughs> so, so anyway, see, if, if, if she said that in Moscow, she would suffer the same fate. Because, you know, Putin sees this, you know, whatever. What would what, she say? He's just, he's just doing stuff. He invaded. He invaded. He invaded Ukraine, That's killing That's thousands of people. That's fine. That's okay. God, good golly. You know what I need? I need Nancy Mace to stand next to Eric Swalwell. <laughs> Does that happen? We'll find out. I, AOC stood next to him. Where, where, where were his eyes? What if Nancy Mace was was standing next to you? We'll uh, find that out here in just a second. The last. Uh, check on the locals and we will be uh, I, I guarantee the news tomorrow is going to be candidates talk at border wild stab that's just my my spidey sense of saying that um, back in a second uh, so yeah don't ever sit next to me and say you know that Putin really gets <laughs> he gets he gets uh, badly characterized on that one uh, on stuff I mean what what's the deal so anyway where, where do I start back in a second AM 770 KTTH Somebody KTKH Brian Suits here. I'm not, is this a keeper? Well, it's a battle of optics along the Rio Grande today between Trump, Eagle Pass, Biden, Brownsville. Who wins? 6 a.m. tomorrow morning, Brian Suits show. Keeper? Sounds like a meta moment to me. Done. There we go. Fourth wall broken. Uh, so, there. I mean, we know right now. That's the news uh, tomorrow. So. And, uh, yeah, we might remind people, if you want to get the Brian Suits Show 10th break, you have to subscribe to the podcast text Suits to 1-800-465-8770. So I'm just trying to get people's email addresses so they can have access to my amazing hot takes? No, absolutely uh, that's not. That's too cheap a trick. We just want to give them more juicy substance and content and material that they can't get on terrestrial radio. <clears throat> Here's some meta stuff, boy. This was... Uh, 
not even a year ago, but uh, here's the news. This noon, the search is on for a submarine that disappeared while exploring the wreckage of the Titanic. The Everett-based company Ocean Gate Explorations charters trips to the bottom of the Atlantic Ocean to give people a look at the iconic shipwreck off the coast of Newfoundland. The U.S. Coast Guard has launched a search now and rescue mission after the submarine and its crew did not return as planned yesterday. The submarine can hold five people, but it is unclear right now how many people were on board. OceanGate says it is working with several government agencies and other deep-sea companies to re-establish contact with the sub and bring the crew back safely. We will bring you any new developments. That was breaking news from King 5 when that happened, and it, it didn't feel like good news was going to... We were hopeful, but the more, more you learned about the submersible that was... Uh, uh, like a graphite epoxy or, you know, whatever and all that. It's like, wait, wait a minute. The water pressure down there is just incredible. Well, it wasn't good news. But later on that day and the next morning, there was a, um, uh, there was a report, and it was hopeful that the Canadian Coast Guard heard what could be human noises. Late in day two. But we've never heard those noises. What did the Canadians hear? Late in day two, CNN reports that the Canadians heard banging noises at 30-minute intervals from under the ocean, and that changed everything. This is the sound that was heard. I don't know. I mean, I put yourself at the time and in the place. You're you're hoping. For a win, you're hoping to save some lives, and you you hear you hear that. I mean, I you know, uh, no no one's going to say I guarantee that's human. I mean, it, it's very regular, you know. I mean, um, I I wouldn't have gone to the to CNN with it. I mean, besides, well, we're hearing noises because CNN, the, as usual, with no subject matter experts at hand. They they go right to the speculation, like an anchorman too, and they're speculating about the car chase. And it's like, hey, it looks like a desperado, like a bank robber or whatever. But uh, uh, anyway, so that's uh, the sound that they heard. And 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 the reason you don't do that, by the way, is because there's there were what six people on the thing. There were there's six families and groups of loved ones who hear. Did you hear? They're hearing noises. And that's not what they're hearing. What you're hearing is they were saying probably some very uh, high pressure oxygen tanks or something. The last thing to be crushed on on that thing probably uh, held out for a couple hours and then it it gave up. And, and then I hear what you're saying now. It sounds hollow. It sounds like it's in the same room. Yeah, no things underwater. If you ever try to talk underwater, it's like whoa, 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 whoa. this sounds like beep beep beep. beep Actually, beep. no. You see, for you see on the swim team, we didn't yell at each other. Why swim, not? Swim faster or whatever. You can tell I know a lot about what I'm but, talking um, about. <clears throat> no, because as we all know, um, sound energy needs a wave to propagate in, as all things that propagate in waves uh, need. And water is a great medium. Hence, that's why whales can talk to each other across the Pacific. Okay, I can't talk across the Pacific up here in Airland. But a whale uh, can do that. And and so that that's why the Canadian Coast Guard is right above the thing at the Titanic wreck. 
At least they didn't have to search for it. They knew where it was already. Um, and so they get that. Quite a theory. Yeah, so uh, here to before, uh, not heard. One so, that isn't backed up by evidence. So CBC, Canadian Broadcasting Corporation, or government TV with that um, last night. So Nancy Mace, South Carolina. Uh, so she, yeah, she's in the Hunter committee, right? There so, were dueling press conferences after the Hunter Biden deposition yesterday. Apparently, uh, both sides of the aisle had said we weren't going to talk about this. But then Democrats came out one after the other talking about what an outrage it was. Some would say choreographed. Yeah, and so then Nancy Mace felt compelled to counter that narrative. Uh, we said we weren't going to do this. Specific- can, you, we, can you describe her outfit? No. <laughs> I described AOC's outfit. She was wearing something blue. That's what I remember. The left came to the microphone in the middle of the deposition, but I'm going to do the same thing this morning. The two things I'm going to say this morning so far in the first hour is that Hunter Biden is being defiant and also dishonest. And his testimony, some of it, is in direct conflict with other witnesses. And so the transcripts will be out. I won't go into detail. You'll be able to see it for yourself. But um, it's no surprise, it's no shock uh, that he is being that way. And in some cases, he doesn't recall. He said that multiple times this morning, which, again, is not a shocker either. But um, defiant and dishonest would be the way that I would describe his testimony so far in the first hour. And that's how it uh, wound up in the day. He was obviously well briefed in the whole thing. And the, the, the play is that the Democrats come out. And say it's a travesty of a mockery. You sit upon a throne of lies. Uh, the See, we told you. And, and I mean, Neil Cavuto kind of hit the, the red hot poker on the head. And that is, if you had something, please come out and say it um, at, 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 at this point. Um, and, and, and he had said that when they threw Fox Business, went right back to a Cavuto. And he said, you know, really? And, and that's kind of where I'm at. Except that. They somebody got to yell uh, was the cocaine in the White House yours, and that to me is a victory. And this is, but this is only after the loathsome Abby Abby Lowell, his uh, his attorney or Powell. <clears throat> this is a guy that keeps saying, "Okay, okay, okay." He had a gun, but it was never loaded. That there was any financial transactions that involved Hunter with his father. Period. It seems to me that the Republican members wanted to spend more time talking about my client's addiction than they could ask any question that had anything to do with what they call their impeachment inquiry. So, as I said before, there is no evidence because there is no evidence, and today only confirmed that. Thank you. So, facto, then he closed his little mental folder. They took a 90-degree left turn and goes walking off triumphantly. There is no evidence, period. Uh, that's a- that would have been the best. If he turned around and nodded, you know, well, you yeah. <laughs> can I, why do you have it? Can I get it back? Um, and when Hunter did, part of his testimony was taped, and uh, this may be only funny to people that were listening two hours ago. At one point, right after I finished playing in about 2001, I was taking about 50 Vicodin and about 10 Oxycontin a day. And the what? 10 Oxycontin, 
equate to a one equals like seven Vicodin. So, you know, a hundred pills a day and just chewing them up, get them in my system faster. Ouch, sorry, that was Rex Chapman. I apologize. That was a cheap shot. He didn't deserve that. And the Anything whole thing. more to add about the homeless prospector in Seattle? Uh, just that he was uh, a meth head who was going to, he was going to mine Beacon Hill for gold and diamonds. Fellas, fellas, listen up. We're going to be working tonight. So just follow me and my lantern, all right? And if you hear me make the sound of a chipmunk, stay real still. <laughs> it was like he was like Stinky Pete from from Toy Story 2. Gus Chiggins. Who was uh Kelsey Grammer was was what well, wasn't it Stinky Pete the miner in Love Toy Stinky Story 2? Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> there there you go. All right, well, pretty good uh, practice Friday, so no need to be uh, be here tomorrow. We'll just roll a, roll a, a tape on that one. No, we'll actually be here live, I promise you. Unless there's a problem. 13, we've got one more item for you when you get a chance. We'd well, there's going to be a problem. There's, spoiler, there's going to be a problem, big problem. Daft and Trunyan. Okay. For a look at the Comet Bennett if you need it. Okay. Stand by. Okay, you uh, we've had a problem. That was a waste of 15 seconds. Uh, back uh, tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. Listen, what you please. At Dark your place on the Twitter machine, AM770 KTTH. Um pretty tired. Think I'll go home now. Goodbye.